Welcome back in. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. We've had a ton of great baseball stuff this week, and we continue those conversations now. And joining me on the phone line is Todd Raleigh, Swanton, Vermont native. He played professionally in the Red Sox organization. He was a very successful former Division I baseball coach, head coach at Western Carolina and Tennessee. And his son, Cal, just made his major league debut on Sunday for my Seattle Mariners against the Los Angeles Angels as the starting catcher hitting in the uh, you know the uh, the upper two thirds of that lineup. So Todd, very excited for your son. Very excited for you. Thanks for being with us. No, I appreciate coming on. And uh, yeah, we're still uh, we're still all jacked up about it. <laughs> well, I was watching that game as I watch most Mariners games. The broadcast said you and the family made it all the way to Seattle for the debut. What was the experience like getting to Seattle, seeing your son suit up? Well, it, it, it was crazy. It was fast. I mean, who gets called up the day before the All-Star break? You know what I mean? I wanted to go out and uh, spend a whole week or something, you know, and, uh, you know, one game left. So, basically, watching the game Saturday, uh, you know, on the big screen, his A game, and, you know, he gets up, he hits a double, first at bat. He's DHing. So, and then all of a sudden, that was the first inning. I think he scored. They're up one nothing, and then they come up in the second, and he doesn't get up. But uh, the announcer says, "Hey, we got a couple of lineup changes. Cal Raleigh and Donovan Walton are out of the game." And I'm like, "Well, he didn't do anything to get hurt. He's yeah. and you know what I mean." And so my wife's like, "What's going on?" She was in the kitchen listening to it. I was watching the TV and said, "What's wrong with Cal to get hurt?" I said, "No, I don't think so." She says, "Well, what's going on?" I said, "Well, it could be." It sounds to me like, you know, they could be pulling them out. But then again, why would you hit somebody one at bat and then send them to Seattle when he was there all day? Could have, yeah. could have left in the morning, <laughs> you know what I mean? But So I said, I don't know. I said, this is weird. But since Donovan was really ironically Cal's best friend, he got, he's been up and down all year. Yeah. So when I, when I heard that Donovan was in it, I really kind of had that thought, okay, this is it. But I'm just sitting there. So, I mean, 30 seconds later, my phone rings. It's Cal. Hmm. what are you doing you never called me in the middle of the game in your life you know what i mean so he said dad i got something to tell you and i'm like well what's going on you know are you hurt he's like no and so by that point uh the siblings and uh, my wife all got around the phone and he said i got the call so hmm. it was pretty emotional uh you know for everybody and he was cow's really calm and reserved so not for him but for us it was and then uh so we're like, well, we got to go. We got to get tickets. But this is now. It's about eight thirty, nine o'clock. So we're trying to get tickets. We finally get tickets. We leave like at two a.m. to get to the airport, and then we our flight. We had to go to. Uh, we flew out of Greenville, South Carolina, hit Atlanta, Atlanta directly to Seattle. We get in Atlanta about. I mean, Seattle about eleven a.m. Hmm. Thank goodness that we gained the three hours. One o'clock game. They never play a one o'clock game, but they did this day. And we get to the hotel. We we taxi over, drop our stuff off in the hotel. We're staying right across from the baseball field. So by the time we got there, it was about 11.45, dropped us at 12, walked over. Got in about 12.15. So we made it about 40 minutes before the game. We walk in, and we could see Cal uh, in center field all by himself. He must have came from the dugout to the bullpen to catch the starting pitcher. So we got a glimpse of him. And then, you know, game was on. And it was uh, – I had been there before, uh, but, you know, T-Mobile now, I think it was Safeco before. Yeah. But 
unbelievable. I mean, the best state. I mean, it's been voted best stadium in MLB. I've been everywhere. I've been Chicago, Boston, New York. I, it doesn't have the history, obviously, you know, or the, the the old look, but it is a nice stadium. I mean, it's unbelievable uh, stadium, and uh, we had a great crowd, and uh, they were really good to Cal. Um, of course, you know, it's always good when you haven't done anything wrong yet. So, <laughs> but when he came up, he got a huge, huge ovation. You probably couldn't see or hear that on TV. Uh, and then, you know, he, he they just kept cheering him on, and even his last at-bat, he came up in the last at-bat, the one he hit in the outfield when they hit into the shift, but they were chanting, let's go, Cal. Hmm. You know, so it was pretty, it was it was really cool to be there for the whole, you know, for the stadium to be chanting that when they were down. We only had four hits in the whole game, so, you know, we were out of the game at that point, but still, it was pretty cool. So we had an awesome experience with it. Uh, you know, we get up to leave the stadium. Somebody gets us. Says, no, no, you can't go anywhere. You got to come down on the field, take pictures with Cal. So that was pretty cool. So we all went down on, you know, right on the field and took pictures with Cal, and all the players were down there with their kids. And uh, it, was, it was just, and then, you know, so I, was up, I think we were up for 46 straight hours, wow. uh, which is crazy. And but it was all worth it. And and then we came back because. We were, we thought Cal was going to come back because of the All Star break and everybody leaves town. But so when I, you know in the split second making trying to buy a ticket at ten when you're leaving in four hours is not easy, uh, especially for nine people. And uh, so long story short, I thought Cal may come back, so we had our tickets for the next day because if he was coming back, we wanted to be back here with him. But then he says, "No, I, I got a little. He's got a little oblique strain, and he just says too much, and it is too much." So. He stayed, and we came back, and we're still tired, but we're still on cloud nine. Yeah, Certainly worth it. Todd Raleigh, Swan, Vermont native. His son Cal just made his major league debut with the Seattle Mariners and uh, certainly expected to be a key cog in the Mariners' development for the rest of this season and beyond. As I mentioned, you were a high-level Division One baseball head coach for 12 years. Was it hard to be such a high-level coach and deal with your son? Was it hard to turn off the coach hat and just be dad? Um, not really. I mean, I, you know, I, all your kids are different. I have another one, T, my little one, boy, not two girls too, but T, you know, they're different personalities. Cal has always been, he's been pretty easy. I mean, I never really had to do much. He used to come to all my practices. I can remember the school bus dropping him off at a <laughs> practice. He just took the, he said, I'm not going home. I'm going straight. So he had his, always had his, he had a locker. And the school bus would drop him off, and he'd come in and, you know, have my managers do stuff with him or, you know, or I would. But, um, no, I really, you know, Cal's always been good. I mean, we, you know, we've obviously, uh, you know, I've, I've spoken to him about things and, you know, not always, uh, you know, perfect in anything. But it really wasn't hard. I think Cal, growing up around and being around it, I didn't have to do that dad thing. Dad, you don't know anything. You know, when you hear that every time I go to a Another game or a travel ball game, I always say to the kid, I said, Dad, Dad, you know what I'm talking about. Well, Cal never did that. And most of that was out of respect because he's a good kid. But, you know what I mean? So we didn't have to fight that, uh, you know. But, you know, like I said, I mean, we had some, you know, he's, you know, we had some hearts to hearts over the years. I could think of two or three where we, you know, we, we just sat down and just said, hey, look, this is what you got to do. got to play hard. you got to be the first one on the field. You know, and I got there, you know, obviously the first guy on the field was Cal. If you ever watch any triple game, I mean, or whatever he plays, he's always first on the field. So I'm proud for that. But 
those are most of the things that we talk about, just playing hard and working hard. And uh, But, you know, we've had a special relationship uh, with not many problems, so I'm fortunate for that. You know, Drew Steckenrider is a pitcher for the Mariners who's having a pretty good year out of the bullpen. He actually played for you at the University of Tennessee. So how about the idea that your former player could throw to your son? I know, right? <laughs> he uh, drew. I, I recruited Drew and played for me, and it's yeah. He's still throwing well. Yeah. On the ball, you know. He used to throw a hundred though. Now he's only ninety five, ninety six. But Drew is one of the. I, I've rarely seen anybody. He was. People don't realize Drew was a switch hitter, <laughs> and and he he had no. I'm not kidding you. I'm not joking because I've been around this ball time. Feel like he had some of the most raw power I've ever seen or coach. I've seen him hit balls and BP four hundred and fifty feet both ways. So that's what kind of athlete Drew was. It doesn't ever look like he's throwing. He's like, why don't you throw harder? He looks, <laughs> you know, he looks like he's thrown, you know, 10 miles an hour and all of a sudden the gun, 97, 98. So he's a great kid. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, Cal's going to catch Drew. So how how strange is that? <laughs> uh, you know, it's pretty crazy. I know in, in spring training, Greg Hall, another one of my former players, was an all-star, and he signed back with Kansas City. They were playing against each other this spring, and, and Greg <laughs> called me. And I was getting ready to go out there, and I wasn't out there. It was like two days before I was going to – and he said, I'm pitching today. And I said, well, I said, Cal's struggling with velocity, so don't throw him the, the hard stuff. <laughs> I was joking trying to bait him into it, and he fell for it. I can't believe it. But he Cal uh, – Greg pitched the eighth, and Cal didn't get up to the next inning. But he Greg found out about that, and he was – sent me another message yeah nice try but <laughs> i thought it was gonna be great in a throwing cow fastball so oh, it, it didn't work but uh, but anyway yeah how about that drew cow will catch drew and that's pretty cool and of course cow knows drew and they were of course cow was you know what 12 years old or something but when they, when they were around it but still pretty cool yeah very cool todd raleigh swan vermont native with us here on the brady farkas show on wdev i want to get you out of here on a couple uh vermonty things real quick um as i said you grew up in swanton Cal isn't from Vermont, but I saw the papers in Northern Vermont up in St. Albans. They're really following his career, and they were following his debut. How much does that mean to you that you've been gone from Vermont for 30 years and you're still a big deal up here? Yeah, it means a lot. You know, the small town thing. People are really close. they got a lot of family there. Uh, you know, people remember, uh, you know, especially my oldest brother, John, you know, passed away at a young age, but you know, he won two state championships, and, you know, we, me and Matt won. Well, Matt won three. I was part of two, and, um, you know, so we had, you know, three straight division one state championships, never been done before. And, uh, you know, but it, it's more about that. If you're from Swan or St. Albans, I mean, it, it, we're all the same. You know what I mean? And it's uh, my, my dad grew up there and played the state championship, and, you know, like in the, I don't know, like in 48 mm. or something, and I can't remember the year for, for – uh, St. Anne's High School, which is not there anymore, but it was a little Catholic school in Swan. But so we have a lot of history, and um, you know, people do follow. I mean, you know, I, I get messages on Facebook, and you know, I got all these people that got the Direct TV package this Sunday <laughs> for MLB package. I mean, I mean, it seems like it's unbelievable how much Franklin County support in Vermont, not just there, but it's amazing. I mean, it's just. You know, of course, like I do, I have siblings and my mom's there. So, you know, I understand a little bit, but it is still kind of overwhelming. But I think everybody feels part of it. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that Cal has been in the generations of the making of this player, and you know, from, you know, from 
my family, my dad, my mom, you know, and, and the grandparents and the cousins. I mean, I just think that, you know, we were close, a lot of us, you know what I mean, and we all wanted it, but, you know, Cal did it. So I think everybody feels, you know, connected. Well, it's very, very cool. Certainly a, a great story here in Vermont. And uh, maybe a great story that you didn't see, but I'll tell you about because we've been talking a lot about it this week. But uh, Owen Kellington from U32 High School in East Montpelier drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the fourth round the other day in the MLB draft, the highest pick ever for a Vermonter in the summer draft. Um, you played professional baseball 30 years ago. And, uh, you know, Vermont's not there yet in the national lexicon, but this will certainly help. How cool is that to see? It's pretty cool. You know, I saw a blurb. I, I, obviously, draft was Sunday, so I was a little busy yeah. on Sunday. So <laughs> I saw a blurb about him somewhere. It was on my Facebook about Vermont. And I, I read. The, I quickly read the article, and I thought, well, that's pretty cool because you don't see that. You know, I remember the kid that went to play for Coach Leggett. Uh, Casey from, Harmon? Um, yes. Yeah, where his coach played for – his brother at uh, Mount Anthony, wasn't it? Is that right? Uh, like I don't. Brother. I don't. Casey Harmon, I think, was from South Burlington, and I know he went to what Clemson. Is, yeah, maybe I'm thinking, but there was another kid too. But anyway, that's what that's what I thought of the last. You know, one of the last ones was was Harmon, and one signed. One didn't go. The kid I'm talking about didn't go to Clemson. He signed. Okay. He never went. He was from Mount, uh, not Mount Anthony. What's the what am I saying? Mount Mansfield. Uh, no. Mount no, Abe. It's right now. Mount Abe, that's right. He went to Mount Abe. Coach Leggett's brother was a basketball coach there, and he, I think he. I think, as a matter of fact, I think he. I think it was the Red Sox that drafted him. Never made it. But anyway, going back to the U32 kid, I think it's great for Vermont. I think it's still. I can't say this word on the radio, <laughs> but I cannot believe that the University of Vermont doesn't have a baseball team. Yeah, that that just that makes no sense to me. I, I, I don't. I understand the science of it, but listen. They lose money on almost every sport. Every almost every college does. They're not. They're not the only ones. You can't tell me they're making any money in lacrosse, so or whatever they started. So it's very disheartening. But it's nice to see a kid was still. You know what I mean? It still can come out of that. Uh, you know, and do what he did. And I, where was he signed to go to school? UConn. He's going to UConn, huh? Yep. So uh, okay, gets taken in the fourth round. He said that uh, he's not sure what he's going to do yet. I'm positive he's going to sign. We had the Pirates scout who uh, was responsible for uh, discovering him and drafting him on the show yesterday. He said terms have already been agreed to, even though the contract hasn't been signed. So uh, he's pretty much as good as gone as far as I'm concerned. Jeez, yeah, but Coach Pender's not too happy about that. <laughs> I know him. That's uh, Fourth round is, is, I mean, it's, you know, I, I was there with Cal a little bit better than that. We didn't do it, but... Uh, you know, because I think my college experience and I knew what I wanted him to do. He didn't get drafted, but we were called on the first day. And, uh, uh, you know, just they said, well, we're, we're drafted next. Would you take this? And, you know, it wasn't for us. But fourth round can, can be can be pretty good. And if that's what a kid wants to do, it's, it's hard to argue, I guess. What position is he? He's a pitcher. He's up to uh, – he's, he's – 88 to 93 kind of sits in the 90 to 92. Uh, he's about six foot two or six foot three with uh, a very good breaking ball. They say is very developed. Yeah, he must have been real dominant, huh? I, mean, he, I can't imagine numbers up there with that kind of stuff. It was uh, the most ridiculous high school numbers I've ever paid attention to. A .18 ERA. He gave up seven hits in 49 innings and uh, struck out. 
a hundred of 149 outs gotten, he had 131 Ks. That's that's phenomenal. So yeah, he's got good stuff, and it's not just fastball because you know people can hit now. too. even high school kids can. You got to have something to go with it. So that's uh, that's impressive. Well, yeah, I mean that's great. I hope that um, I hope that gives more kids in Vermont more hope, and yeah, you can do this. And I I, I think it's great. I love it. I wish more kids would, but with a shortened season and everything else, it's tough up there, you know, when you play 12, 13 high school games where, you know, we play 30 down here in high school. So it's a, it's a tougher deal, but that's exciting. I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really excited about that. And I, I'm going to follow him for sure. And uh, the Pirates, Pirates might be a good organization. We can move up, you know, fairly quick, but it's going to take a while. I mean, you know, 18 is different than 21 coming into the pros. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. But, uh... And they'll be, they'll, They'll slow him down too, being young, and they'll keep his innings down. He's going to want to pitch a lot more, but they won't pitch him. They'll they'll limit him. You wait and see. Well, I uh, I think we're all looking forward to it. I think the Pirates too are a very good organization for him. A lot of uh, recent track records of uh, developing good pitchers. So Todd Raleigh, Swanton, Vermont native, former Division One baseball coach, formerly an assistant coach at UVM under Bill Currier back in the uh, early '90s, and his son Cal just made his major league debut, and uh, certainly a name to follow for the second half of the major league season with the Seattle Mariners. So Todd, congratulations uh, to your son Cal. Congratulations to your family, and look forward to paying attention the rest of the. Way. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the support from Vermont and you and everybody else. And I know Cal does too. So thank you.